Hello, welcome to SM's Secret P. A low self-worth individual tries to high. Hi, everybody, folks out there. It's me, Stephen, and this is episode two. Evidence. It never, ever, ever, ever gets easier. I mean, to be a person in a general way, I don't think it ever gets easier. So, um, about a year ago, my CBT therapist, that CBT for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, she suggested that I start making a daily list of evidence that I am lovable. And what was funny was that I was like, okay, but sometimes things might sound like evidence that I'm lovable, but I don't feel loved by that evidence. Like my sister might text me, how you doing? And that might suggest that she loves me because she wants to know how I'm doing. But I will feel that she texted me because she felt obligated to. So my therapist was like, okay, write down three pieces of evidence a day. And then next to each piece of evidence, put down the percentage from zero to 100 of how much it actually makes you feel loved. Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. Evidence lovable. I felt it with my sister yesterday. 95%. When my sister said mom would be happy if I got the salt shaker. 90%. And how she said mom said I used to put my hand in my mouth, just like Edie does. 90%. Pat's text. 20%. Georgia's texts. 70%. Dave stopping to talk to me. 50%. Alexander and Lena in the meeting chat. And Alexander's texts. 90%. Other person at the meeting chatting me, 75%. Sunita and Ish want to dine with lovable, me, January 5th, Thursday, 2023. Pat texted me back, 30%. How much I loved making the calendar, 68%. Bianca changed her plans for me, 70%. Ash sent the pic of me and the baby, 50%. Millie said, let's talk, 70%. How nice Emily was on the phone, 80%. And nice Jess was in the run-in, 50%. And Andrea wants me to be her studio mate, 70%. But I still feel the kindness of that two weeks ago. Just now, I went to take out the garbage and I saw a piece of mail addressed to me. It was a thank you note from my friend Ariel. And when I read it, I felt loved. And I found a piece of yellow tape and I taped it to my refrigerator. And then... I looked at my refrigerator, and on my refrigerator, there's actually so much evidence that I am loved. And so I thought I would just describe all the items on my refrigerator. So there's a postcard, and um, it's double-sided, and the side that's showing on the refrigerator 
is an article about shovels. This is a postcard from my friend Bianca, dated May 9th, 2022, which is almost two years ago now. It says, Dear, Dear Stephen, I thought you would appreciate this excerpt from the Plainsman Herald of Springfield, Colorado, about shovels. Shortly after Springfield, I encountered a dust storm made worse by a man digging with a something bulldozer. I'm homesick. How are you? Send me the news from home. XOXO Bianca. And that was sent when she was on a cross-country bicycle trip that she found very arduous and did not enjoy. Then there is a poem. This is this poem is typed very faded on yellow paper because it's from 10 years ago. I was at an artist residency and I I noticed every morning there was a poet there named Andrew who Okay, so I was at the artist residency. <sighs> Sometimes I feel like as soon as I start to talk I just hate myself, which is why I'm doing this exercise. I feel that I rush I feel that I'm trying to prove something. I don't know what I'm trying to prove. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. It is exhausting. I tell you by the sound of my mouth, I am 40 years old. And this is still my predicament. And I swear to God, I'm not faking. And all I can do is try to have a sense of lightness about it. Because if I don't meet my self-hatred with lightness, it will kill me. Um, so this poem, I noticed that this poet would take hours every morning to make these elaborate breakfasts, and I admired his, the permission he gave himself to luxuriate that way, and he ended up writing a poem, and he typed up a copy of it for me and this I cannot express to you how faded and stained and barely readable this poem is but I could just make it out preoccupation that's the title time was all you needed to know time was how to fix a decent breakfast then I have a postcard from my friend, Allison, who, so about a year ago, I met her for dinner at a restaurant, and I told her about the lovability exercise that my therapist gave me. And then a few days later, I got a postcard in the mail with that restaurant's logo on it. The restaurant's name is Diner. And the postcard reads, Stephen, what a joy to spend Saturday with you. Figured I'd send a little piece of evidence for your list, smiley face. Hope this hits the upper end of your scale. Love, Allison. And I'm sure I would have written that down with 100%. This postcard made me feel lovable. Then um, I spoke to a class of podcast students about a year ago. Uh, as you know, I, the woman behind Stephen actually make podcasts professionally despite how rough this particular podcast may sound so it says Stephen 
Thanks so much for visiting us at SALT. We really enjoyed getting to hear about your own SALT experience as well as your process creating your show. One thing you said that really resonated was sound design is part of authorship. Your creativity was super inspirational and we want to thank you for sharing your time with us best. And then it says all the people's names, SALT Spring 2023. Um, how loved did this make me feel? Okay, well reading it now, it sounds like Okay, they just have to thank all their guest speakers. But when I received this in the mail, I'd say I felt 90% loved. Then there is a magnet that my ex-boyfriend, who's a photographer, made. And it's a photo he took of my two best friends and me naked in a lake. (laughs) It's funny because this is also faded, but one of the... um, parts that you can make out most clearly is my breasts and for some reason i don't have my boobs are not that big but they tend to look really gigantic on camera uh so i it's like you see three blobs of human and one set of big boobs well well you see my one friend's face pretty well anyway and then under that is is just uh, some business it's not evidence that i'm loved it's um two bra ideas, a Wacol 32DD and a Chantal 34DD for me to buy. I know DD sounds huge. I swear to God, my breasts are not that big. Then, um, who am I explaining things to if the audience is just me? I don't know. I don't know. Then there's a magnet of a watermelon that my friend Georgia gave me because I love, 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 love watermelons. They're my favorite food.
buffalo, slushy jelly, or tacos more feminine than honeydew. It's vegetable and a fruit. There is, oh, also for my friend Ariel, a magnet from the Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture. The magnet reads, the joy of poetry is that it will wait for you. And that's a quote from Sonia Sanchez. Then there's a photo booth picture of me and my friends Coral and Barbara. And one thing I like about it is that we're all different ages. Barbara was in her 60s, I was in my 30s when we took this, and Coral was in her 20s. Then um, there's like an artwork of a leaf that my friend Sophie sent me. There's the new thank you card from my friend Ariel, who, who wrote me this card to thank me for making them food when they were recovering from top surgery. And... Um, I won't read it. The handwriting is kind of hard to read, but it's all about how they were basically on drugs when I took them the food, but they weren't too high to feel grateful and to experience the comfort of being well-fed. I took them um, a Szechuan beef chili that I love to make. Um, Then on the side of my refrigerator... I have a card from my friend Georgia that I can't quite read the other side. I won't. Um, Another card from my friend Sophie. It's so long. I don't know if I'll read it. Um, A card from my boyfriend, Pat, who I've been with for a year and a half. And it says, Dear Stephen, As someone who has spent his creative life using grievance, disappointment, and loneliness as fuel for his art, I am perplexed and confounded to have found my heart tethered to someone as brilliant, endlessly kind, and as beautiful in every possible dimension as you. But gratitude too can be inspiring. This is just one of the main, this is just one of the many things you have taught me and continue to teach me. Parentheses, I hope. I love you, my Stephen. Your Pat Hart. Next to that, oh, <laughs> I don't, yeah, that was really nice. Um, next to that, uh, my ex-boyfriend, the photographer who would make me magnets, sent a picture of me doing a handstand in the ocean. All you can see are the tops of my legs. Underneath that is a photograph, a a pretty giant photograph of um, 
a famous actress, um, something Schneider. Hello everybody, this is Steven. Sorry for the interruption. I have Googled the actress and her name is Romy. Romy Schneider. Again, this is Steven. Steven. Okay. That um, a friend of mine processed and gave me as a gift. Under that, another card from Sophie. Under that, a short note from my friend Venus, who lives in Taiwan. It says, I wouldn't be who I am without you being who you are. Thank you for being the world, Stephen. With love, your Taiwanese cousin, Venus. And then finally, there's a note from my friend Math, written to me two years ago on my birthday. Dear Stephen, Unfathomable, though may be, your capacity to feel, think, create, deconstruct, and be in the Zen sense. I adore your depths, your shadows, your bioluminescence, your primordial essence, your deadpan replies, your searching eyes, your crown chakra, protected from careless deities in the sky by a pile of untamed, wild magic mermaid hair. Endless scenic overlooks to stop and contemplate and ponder the power of being seen by you and loved in return in many pasts and futures. Your friend, always, Math. And on the cover, there's two friends, a photograph of them from the back with their arms around each other. Um, so I do feel lovable when I take the time to read all of my refrigerator cards and notes and magnets. Oh, and I forgot to mention there's a tiny penguin magnet from one of my dearest friends, her daughter, Alice, who gave that to me when she was three. Well, she didn't technically give it to me. She left it at my house. <laughs> but I feel whenever I look at it, I think Alice. Um, so... I don't, I don't know. Um, what's the point of this? There is no point. Uh, no, there is a point. The point is, what's my goal? My goal, besides having a robust creative practice, besides living my life as an artist, my goal is to be awake to the gifts in my life to appreciate my life and by reading all these notes this was today's attempt at appreciation and i think maybe it worked and again I continue to sit with the question of could any of this ever be interesting to an audience other than me? But I feel grateful to myself that I'm not um, putting this in front of an audience any larger than myself. That way I can make the work, put it out there, and not worry about how other people may perceive it and just trust that I am engaging in a practice 
just for practice's sake.